Well, good morning. Welcome to our Sunday morning worship service. Uh, Vicar Ryan and family are under the weather. They, they are ill, so I'll be uh, attempting to lead the worship service today. A couple of, of announcements. One, immediately after worship service is our special congregation meeting to uh, take some action on some much-needed property maintenance repairs. There's one correction in the bulletin on Wednesday, the grief support group starts at 6.30, not 6 o'clock. And a reminder that the uh, family game night is next Sunday evening. So bring your favorite game and we'll have some fun. Any other announcements or prayer requests? Anita? Hearing no others, let's prepare our hearts and minds for worship. Please stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess.
In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for you, and for his sake God forgives you all your sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord 
for this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise. Let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. God, your mercy delights us, and the world longs for your loving care. Hear the cries of everyone in need, and turn our hearts to love our neighbors with the love of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Deuteronomy. The Lord your God will make you abundantly prosperous in all your undertakings in the fruit of your body, in the fruit of your livestock, and in the fruit of your soil. For the Lord will again take delight in prospering you, just as he delighted in prospering your ancestors, when you obey the Lord your God by observing his commandments and decrees that are written in this book of the law, because you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Surely this commandment that I am commanding you today is not too hard for you, nor is it too far away. It is, not in heaven. It, it is not in heaven that you should say, who will go up to heaven for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it. Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will cross to the other side of the sea for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it. No, the word is very near to you. It is in your mouth and in your heart for you to observe. The word of the Lord. Our psalm for today is Psalm 25, verses 1 through 10. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. My God, I put my trust in you. Let me not be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. Let none who look to you be put to shame. Rather, let those be put to shame who are treacherous. Show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation, and you I have trusted all the day long. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. Remember not the sins of my youth and my transgressions. Remember me according to your steadfast love and for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. You are gracious and upright, O Lord. 
Therefore, you teach sinners in your way. You lead the lowly in justice and teach the lowly your way. All your paths, O Lord, are steadfast love and faithfulness to those who keep your covenant and your testimonies. A reading from Colossians. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers and sisters in Christ in Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. In our prayers for you, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. You have heard of this hope before in the word of the truth, the gospel that has come to you. Just as it is bearing fruit and growing in the whole world, so it has been bearing fruit among yourselves from the day you heard it and truly comprehended the grace of God. This you learned from Ephaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, and he has made known to us your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard it, we have not ceased praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you may lead lives worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him as you bear fruit in every good work and as you grow in the knowledge of God. May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power, and may you be prepared to endure everything with patience while joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints and the light. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The word of the Lord. Gospel according to Luke, chapter 10. Just then, a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? He answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this, and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by 
on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him, and when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? He said, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise you, Christ. Well, we can assume when a lawyer asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor, that he was thinking to himself, I have taken very good care of my neighbors, that is, the good Jewish people in his neighborhood. Jesus' reply expanded the neighborhood well beyond the lawyer's view. Societies in biblical days were strongly tribal. You identified with your people. There was much hostility between the Jews of Judah and Galilee against the Samaritans, who considered themselves Jewish, but whose center of worship was on Mount Gensim rather than in Jerusalem. The Orthodox Jews considered Samaritans not only heretics, but also as ceremonially unclean. In contrast, the priest and the Levite were at the heart of the temple worship. The lawyer knew his scriptures very well. When Jesus asked, what is written in the law? The lawyer quotes from Deuteronomy 6.5 and Leviticus 19.10, the verses we now call the Great Commandments. Love God and love your neighbor. Reminding us of the two tablets of law which Moses brought down from Mount Sinai. The first commandment about loving God is the Shema, which every Jewish child knows by heart, beginning with, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. It is the prayer that the lawyer in this story would have recited twice every day as an adult Jewish man. The appointed Old Testament reading for this Sunday is from Deuteronomy, which also refers to the first of these great commandments. Turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. The story of the Good Samaritan is about the second of Jesus' great commandments found in Leviticus. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. When an alien resides with you in your land, you shall not oppress the alien. The alien who resides with you shall be to you as the citizen among you. You shall love the alien as yourself, for you are aliens in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. 
The concern for the stranger and alien is a repeated theme throughout the Torah. Speaking through Moses, God makes very clear to the people of Israel that they should care for the strangers and aliens among them. God loves the strangers, providing them food and clothing. You shall also love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Why do we love the stranger and the alien? Notice the repeated refrain in Leviticus, repeated not only in these two verses, but over and over again in the giving of society's laws. I am the Lord your God. God created all people, and our concern for all people shatters the fences of our own tribes. Notice also how Jesus changes the lawyer's question. The lawyer asked, and who is my neighbor? By this definition, the neighbors of the story would have been the priest and the Levite, members of his group, not the alien or the heretic Samaritan. However, at the end of the story, Jesus changes the question by asking, which of these three do you think was a neighbor? That is, who proved to be a neighbor? Neighbor is as neighbor does, so to speak, Neighbor is not defined by location or group, but by those who need concern and care. We are all tribal by instinct and by habit. We are most comfortable with and usually care mostly about those like us. But now we live side by side with people of many different tribes. Now my grandchildren attend school with African-Americans, Hispanics, Muslims, and a few children from other countries. We are surrounded by people different from us who need our help. We can cite examples from the work of our own congregation, helping others in the community, as well as reaching out to the world through different denominational ministries. The stories of the Good Samaritan and the Prodigal Son are two best known and most loved of all of Jesus' teachings. As well known as they are, they need constant repeating because their messages are so necessary in understanding what Christianity is all about. The Christian faith, following Jesus, reaches out beyond our tribal walls. Our neighbors, are those who need us. Amen.
Please stand. We will join our faith by saying the, the Apostles' Creed. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, and descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Father in heaven, we confess that apart from Christ we have no righteousness. Yet we rejoice that because your Son had died and risen for us, you promise that our righteousness exceeds even that of the scribes and Pharisees, because we know the hope that you have laid up for us in heaven. Let others see in us a confident faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and a caring love for all those in need. Lord, in your mercy. Father in heaven, as you grant the length of days to many in our families and communities, you bless us with their wisdom, and grant us the opportunity to live out your love for them. Help us to rightly treasure them as they grow in weakness and need, deepen their faith and trust in your strength to hear, to bear, and your power to save. Lord, in your mercy. Father in heaven, as you have granted us to live in a nation where your people may still gather without fear, bless our leaders, especially Joseph, our president, and Richard Michael, our governor. With your wisdom, guide us from the failing ungodliness in our land, that your gospel may be preached boldly and continue to bear fruit and grow. Lord, in your mercy. Father in heaven, you have commanded that special attention and care be paid to the fatherless and widows. Abide with all who are lonely. Use us to visit the homebound and those in care facilities, those who require ongoing care and those in hospice. Remember especially Nancy, Ray, Amanda, Melissa, Marilyn, Nancy, Rose, Emily, Tony, Carolyn, and Anita. And all who need our mercy and visitation, Lord, in your mercy. Father in heaven, by your mercy we are heirs of a great inheritance and stand among all the saints who have loved you and known the delight of your favor. Accept our thanksgiving for the faithful who went before us and bring us at last with them 
into your eternal presence in the marriage supper of the Lamb that knows no end. Lord, in your mercy. Father in heaven, you have been faithful to us who deserved none of your mercies. Lead us to receive them with grateful hearts and to be faithful unto death that we may receive the crown of everlasting life. Hear us in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Peace of God be with you. And also with you. Let us share that peace. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, maker of all things. Through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts. With them we offer ourselves to your service and dedicate our lives to the care and redemption of all that you have made. For the sake of him who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.